We is this a ghost? Is sponsored by Pickney Bend Distillery. Maybe <laughs> they may be. Um, they may be punishing us for punishing them. Now it's a battle of the wills, mm-hmm. and I can't tell who's losing. <laughs> I think. I think it's it. It might be both of us. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Until another sponsor steps in, <laughs> Pringles. I don't think. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we have a whole lot of other stuff to do at the top of the uh, top of the hour. So. Yeah, that's true. We might as well keep doing it. But I, Tara has stopped responding to my text messages. Yes, not so great. that's not a good sign. Mm, well. I I messaged her the other day to see if they were still interested in doing a live show with us, and she has not responded. Mm. <laughs> it's been forty eight hours, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe next time, let, let's ask her that after a string of like a couple good episodes, and then oh, that's a good idea. Her. Yeah, that's so, a good idea. Yeah. Okay, so um, you could go out there and check. You're pretty close. I am not close. You're closer <laughs> than I am. This, of the two of correct. us, you're quite you're quite close, true. really. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, admittedly, yeah. Yeah. Doesn't so you could drive out there and and ask. You could just show up with your face and ask them um, if this is still a thing. I don't really know if I want the answer to that. Like that. <laughs> That's true. That's true. We're in the Schrodinger's booze right now, and it's kind of nice to to not know if that booze is alive or dead. It's like you know, you've, you've been texting back and forth with that girl. You went out on a date. You know things are pretty good, but like the texting is starting to get you know further further between and you're like i think it's still okay <laughs> i'm gonna live in this space now because yeah. this feels yeah not as bad as it could be i mean i think i know what her address is but i don't think i'm gonna go over there you know <laughs> i'll just she'll text me back next week i'm sure it'll be fine yeah 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 totally yeah so that's our sponsor and <laughs> <laughs> it's it's terrible because they make such good whiskey and so it's hard to quit them um and also mm-hmm. we don't have anything but as you pointed out there's no uh we don't have anything better lined up so uh i don't know for now we're still sponsored by picnic bend distillery and they are really great and their whiskey is really good and you should go check them out p-i-n-c-k-n-e-y-b-e-n-d.com um and maybe give them a call and ask them if they still sponsor our show and if you find out let us know we would do it ourselves but um patrick just explained everything so um, yeah i'm not going over there if you could do it and then just email us uh, their answer, that would be cool. If it's yes, don't. If if it's no, don't. Don't. Yeah, I don't. We don't. That's need not that. the vibe we're looking for. We no. just want to kind of coast um, in that kind of gray yeah. space. Everybody. Welcome to Is This a Ghost? I am Clayton Smith, and every week I tell my friend Patrick Dean a real ghost story from real history, and he just he makes this face the whole time. You make this, that's that face. I don't yeah. even know how to describe it. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's not a good face. It's like it's a kind of a smell face. It's, it's a little bit of smell face. Yeah. That could be because of the sewage that is backed up in your basement. It is mostly clean now. Thank you very much. Mostly clean. Mostly clean. I mean, it's impossible to all of it. There's like little molecules and stuff, and then like a chunk in the corner that I don't really want to touch. A but, chunk in the corner. Yeah. Someone came over to clean, uh, and you left a chunk in the corner. For no, you? well, they didn't really. They didn't really come to clean. They came to like clean out the pipes. You know, like oh, I see. You know, like so the chunk is your you're doing. Yeah, you yeah, the they're they're very clear that the chunks the above <laughs> the, the above slab chunks those are your chunks. The below slab chunks that's where we come in. That makes sense. What a job, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I hope those guys get paid a million dollars a year. <laughs> so when the uh, when the sewage guys called me this morning called me back they were they were like so is it a uh is it a finished basement or is it a 
I said, it's, it's my, it's my podcasting studio. <laughs> he, he said, okay, do you still want us to, do you still want us to come clean it? Said, yes, I, I do still want you to come <laughs> clean it. <actually. laughs> or do you like that? Yeah. I don't know. I, you I don't know. know what Your I podcast is a yeah. freaks. <laughs> yeah, I watch a Joe Rogan. He does. Yeah. It's, I bet it's the same thing. <laughs> Nothing but sewage. <laughs> So you so you just had an, a sewage explosion in your basement? Not I'm sorry, in your podcasting studio. Eruption. Eruption is a better word. Explosion, you know, it's more of a it was an eruption, I would say. Okay, so the pipes didn't burst. They were yeah. actually they 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 did actually a really good job and they funneled everything yep. directly up. Yeah, they got backed up. It was like you kind of held something shut and then it all came back out the way the way it started. That's not pleasant. Well, I can describe it in more details if you'd like. No. <laughs> Cut that out of the podcast. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry I asked. I uh, I started this down that particular uh, line of inquiry, and I do apologize. <clears throat> oh, by the way, before we get started, you'll be so excited to know. I so I'm going to South by Southwest um, with my for my real job. Oh, one of my classes that I teach. Yeah, and you're gonna you're gonna promote this on the you know like at night or something, right? Oh yeah, I'm gonna stand on the corner with cards like like I'm in Vegas and just slap them and yep. um, mm-hmm. and yeah, hand them out. Uh, I was looking at the schedule, and there is a there is there are several sessions on how to make your podcast good, and so we're finally going to get there. Which one are I'm, you we're teaching? Finally going to do it? Are you teaching one of the sessions? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is, that's a joy. Jokes are a joy. Yeah. Um, <sighs> one of them is like I we do marketing for podcasting and make them really popular. We can do it for you too. And I said, challenge accepted. Bet mm-hmm. you can't. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna see. We're gonna see what happens. This is gonna be like. This is gonna be like when you bought Twitter followers a few years ago, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me, I didn't do that. You didn't do that. <laughs> I did not do that. Are you sure? I was pretty sure you bought Twitter followers. No, I did something that was not too dissimilar from buying Twitter followers. <laughs> <laughs> I used some service. I don't remember the name of it now, but like the service was. It was an app that connected to Twitter, and you could like all the people there. You could award people like joke of the day things and stuff and you could like mm. it's really gamified mm-hmm. and you were incentivized to follow other people who were using the app mm-hmm. but so that got a lot of real thought fo- they were real people they just right. did not care about anything <laughs> yeah. posted after they followed so it, yeah. it was like it was as if they were paid for it was like it, it sounds like a like a chain letter it's kind of what it sounds like to me it's kind of like, like a chain letter you follow these 10 people and then yeah. next week a thousand people will follow you well, fuck that's easy obviously of course i'm gonna do that yeah so i did that and then I had like three thousand followers, and then uh, no one there was, and no one liked anything. And there is a ghost behind me now. Does Amy know that we're re- visually recording this? One? She does. Can she's not. She's not aware that we are doing a video podcast. She's going to need to no. sign the release. Can you have her sign the release really quick? I'll blur it upstairs. I'll, I'll, I'll blur this all out. It'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> she's, now she's Thank you for face. being so discreet. Appreciate it. <laughs> um. Anyway, so we're going to be famous soon. Our hundreds of followers is going to become millions of followers, and then you can buy three basements to spill your sewage. I just, in. I just need a clean one, like one clean one would be good for me. No, you can have three bad ones, <laughs> three but... bad ones, or one bad one. What would That's you like? Right. Yeah, one big bad one or three mm. small bad ones. Mm. Big choice. Big. It's hard. It's hard to. It's hard to be wealthy. It's true. They're not. They're not like us. Mm. They have hard decisions to make. Mo basements, mo problems. That's, That's what they say. That's what the song says. Famously. Uh, all right. <clears throat> you have anything else before we get started? No, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. On? I'm ready to rock. Okay. What's that coming out of your refrigerator? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. 
Uh, I'm just practicing. Good. I appreciate it. Uh, in case this becomes a Japanese horror film. Now, if you said, like, what's that coming out of your floor drain? I would actually be kind of concerned at that point because that was an issue <laughs> earlier in the week. All right. Well, today I want to tell you the story of uh, of revolutionary war hero Mad Anthony Wayne. Oh, wow. Which revolu- yeah. uh, our revolutionary war? Not like yours and mine. Well, well our revolutionary war <laughs> happens <laughs> on Twitter. Um, but yeah, the American one. Okay. Yeah. I'm familiar. Yeah. You familiar with Mad Anthony Wayne? Oh, no, 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 no. I know. I'm not familiar with really any mad, mad, mad Max, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, mad about you. Mad, well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Obviously. Paul Reiser is a national treasure. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Anthony Wayne was born on January 1st, New Year's baby, in 1745. Did they know? Born- did they know it was January 1st back then? I there was probably a witch around who told them that yeah, it like, was. I, I, <laughs> I really wonder, like, what year it was. Whenever people finally started to have like concrete confidence, like, yes, today is March fourteenth. Yeah, not just like it's spring. I guess. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. feels like it felt like a new year to his family because he was born, and they're like, "This is the first. This is the first day of the rest of our lives. It's January first. <laughs> Thus the begins zero. the Julian calendar." <laughs> So he was born on that day they, with, with some level of confidence. And in 1745, in uh, Waynesboro, Pennsylvania. So Anthony Wayne, born in Waynesboro. Mm. Which is, it's called Waynesboro now. Right, yeah. Is this yeah. Be- because of? Because of because his Because of family. the madman? Oh. Because oh. of the mad family. Okay. All right. So these guys, have, they, probably, they probably knew what day it was then. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, they, <laughs> they had people for that, for sure. <laughs> They this so this is like five miles from Valley Forge is what I'm told hmm. by the internet. Anthony's grandfather, who is also named Anthony Wayne, mm-hmm. he arrived in Pennsylvania from Great Britain in 1722. He was a colonizer, mm-hmm. and his youngest son Isaac Wayne received 500s ac- 500s acres no five hundreds <laughs> <laughs> of acres, which is true. He received 500 acres of land. From his dad as his like portion of the family plot. Mm-hmm. And he had brothers. Yeah. So so like. these are all rich people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Anthony is a rich person as well. So he he's very good at math. And so he becomes a land surveyor. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell me what a land surveyor does? <laughs> I think last time we guessed... That it was a guy <laughs> who decides which land is good land and which land is bad land. I think that's what that was what our, our estimate that was. That sounds right. In the uh, I think it was in the was it in the Memphis? It was the Memphis one, the yeah. Hunt Phelan house. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I famously uh, I guess yeah. I can't guess the same one again because I don't think it was correct last time. But I think it is it is the guy responsible for the little stones with the crosses on them. And he he's resp- like wherever he puts that's that right. stone that's like the corner or maybe the side. I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They make boundaries of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're like, God. Uh, he... <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and like God, you have to be good at math to do that. Um, he was a Nepo baby. And so he start his first job was working for Benjamin Franklin. Oh, whew. right yeah. to the top. Yeah. I don't know if that's his first job, but he definitely worked for Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> 
did they have like internships back then? Like a like like a co-op maybe? maybe yeah, like, famously take... they had internships. And yeah. those were called indentured servitude. <laughs> and you worked there for eight years, <laughs> eight-year internships. Uh, and sometimes you got to pay them for the benefit of that. Um, so he worked for Benjamin Franklin. Now, Franklin had land up in Nova Scotia. And he hired Anthony Wayne to go up to there and mm. survey the land and just catalog all the natural resources. Yeah. Okay. Like just right. I guess that, I I'm, don't. What's that process? I don't know. You know? <laughs> it involves, it involves a journal. Mm-hmm. Um, and if Red Dead Redemption 2 has taught me anything, it's that mostly when you see things that are interesting, you, you take three seconds and sketch them beautifully in your notebook. Mm. And then and you, then then you, you blast get, their head off. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, and then you get consumption and die. Mm-hmm. That's a spoiler for Red Dead Redemption Two. If you haven't played it yet, is that you blow everyone's head off until you die? Yeah, and then you get consumption and die. That's a spoiler for like every game. Um, <laughs> it's a Rockstar game. So, so okay, so go to Nova Scotia, mm-hmm. uh, like a famously metropolitan area at the time. I would imagine <laughs> totally, yeah, and yeah. Uh, survey all there is to survey there. I'm I've got to imagine it's a big journal that just says tree, <laughs> tree, yeah, tree, <laughs> you know, bear, bear, yeah, <laughs> that's that's written all in caps. End journal. Um, <laughs> so it looks like I have three trees and a bear in Nova Scotia. Cool. All right, let's yeah. go. So obviously he's buying land without seeing land. Which mm-hmm. God, what a what a life. <laughs> I don't know. I own a thousand acres in Nova Scotia. Go find out what's on it. That's great. So Anthony does that. He takes some people and he goes up and does that. And he was in Canada for about a year. Took mm-hmm. him about a year. And then he uh, he came, he hopped the bus and he came back home to Waynesboro where he took over the family farm and established a tannery. Hmm. So he liked, he liked ripping the skin off animals. Well, yeah. Is That was his whole thing. Yeah. So we, we did a... Um... We do a lot of work for. The, I can't wait to see how you tie in ripping skin off animals we, to your life. Go oh, on. You are going to be stunned at how <laughs> smooth this segue is. So we do a lot of work for the uh, meat packing industry. And oh boy, yeah. So we don't do this anymore. But when I first how started, many abattoirs have you designed? Uh, so we'll get there. Um, <laughs> when I first started working in, in this shop, um, they would actually use like the factory name for the equipment we were and we didn't build like the actual like mechanism we just built like the stuff that drives the mechanism and i just stopped asking why they called them certain things after a little while uh, there was ones called like oh this oh this is uh this is the brisket saw like <laughs> brisket saw and then i thought about it for like longer than i should have been like nope don't it no 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 my favorite my favorite though was the hide puller and that's oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> and it God, was God, what it a was, phrase. It was described to me as like when you pull the tablecloth off. <laughs> and I thought last time I asked any questions this job, I'm done. I don't think I can leave this in the podcast. It's <laughs> <laughs> too upsetting. Uh, uh, so anyway, I know a little about tannering. I you're right, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm stunned. <laughs> okay, so he did that yeah. for a while. Man. <laughs> Uh, boy, back on track here. He sir, he so he got involved. He was a civic servant, mm-hmm. and uh, he got involved even before the Revolutionary War broke out. He served in the Pennsylvania Legislature from 1774 to 1775, mm-hmm. kind of gearing up mm-hmm. to to fight the Brits. And when war broke out in 1775, uh, Anthony Wayne actually was he raised a regiment and was made its colonel. 
Which I guess if you if you raise a regiment of people, you get to be the colonel. I, I'd have to imagine, yeah. Like that's that's part of the that's part yeah. of the deal. Like you're promised, yeah. yeah. You're not going to tell these guys like, hey, we're all going to form this big regiment, and then they'll tell us who the boss is. After. Right. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> yeah. Not yeah, you things. go around and you say, "Hey, hey, you be in my army. I'm the I'm the colonel. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just so yeah. you know, I'm the colonel. Yeah, and that's, that's how you start. The colonel. You are vice colonel. You are second colonel. You are third colonel. Yeah, you are the guy that you know cleans up after the horses. I'm sorry, and someone's got to be. And I'm big colonel. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So his regiment was sent to Canada uh to fight the british to, to fight canada yeah to fight canada well if i mean uh, he, yeah he already knew all the he, he like knew where all the trees and bears were he cataloged there. all the so, trees yeah. in that one bear yeah. <laughs> so he knew so, he goes to canada which as you'll recall from a couple weeks ago the british were there fighting uh and then they were fighting for a while and then the french there mm-hmm. and then the french just gave them canada mm-hmm. and so by this point by 1775 when he goes up when when wayne goes up there um that's when the ghost of marie corvo is is haunting the shit out of the British. Mm. That's her prime. That's her prime haunting time. Okay. So he he probably he witnessed that for sure. <laughs> the man in that story who fell to his knees and pulled this flesh off the arms that was yeah. Mad Anthony Wayne. Total coincidence. <laughs> that was him. Anyway, so okay, so he's he fights at a battle called the Battle of Three Rivers, and he's pretty badly wounded. Mm-hmm. And because he was so badly wounded, they decided to promote him to brigadier general in 1777. <laughs> Just like you're so bad yeah. at this, you should you should be promoted. Is is this like that Mr. Show skit where the kid's dying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, <laughs> God, what a great show! I wish I had a DVD player because I have all the seasons on DVD and I have no way to watch them. <laughs> Uh, just page through the booklets and look at the disc art and stuff like that. Like, man, this show was so funny. Anyway. It was so good. Well, goodbye. <laughs> so he's failing upward for sure. And let's see. In 1777, on September 11th, 77, uh, he leads his troops into the Battle of Brandywine. And at the Battle of Brandywine, he faced, he faced troops led by a man whose name, whose real name in real life was Wilhelm von... Nifhausen. Mm-hmm. Strong which, strong British name there, obviously. Great. Yep. Yeah, yep. <laughs> definitely, yeah. <laughs> um, of the Loxley Nifhausens. Mm-hmm. He was so and Wayne got to that battle and he was really outnumbered and he ran away. That's just that's what you do, man. I mean And so he was promoted to president, I guess. <laughs> <to> that <point. laughs> he was shot in the back while fleeing and promoted straight up. Yeah. I mean running away is that's what I would do also if I were I mean, vastly outnumbered in a battle. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not thinking anybody's going to be complaining to you about not becoming like grist for the mill right. in the middle of this field. <laughs> I think everybody's going to be like, I appreciate it, buddy. And in fact, George Washington himself uh, was like, well, that's pretty that's embarrassing for us. So he he's like, I'm going to help you out. You're going to go back there. You're going to fight them. I'm going to send you some troops. So he sent him 1,500 more men uh, in order to, and this is a direct quote from ushistory.org. He sent the men to, quote, harass the enemy's rear. So, <laughs> someone on that website's having a lot of fun. <laughs> so, um, 
So he goes back with mm-hmm. this bigger army, and they're tracking yeah. the British. Right. And they're, like, whistling at them and stuff, right? Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> calling, them, calling them honey. They're really harassing yeah. the rear. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the British army, but the British army learns of their position because there are some deserters, and then they get captured by the British, and mm-hmm. they give up the position. Um, so the British, who are who are they're led by a man whose name is General No Flint Gray. Mm. Uh, they sneak up and they surprise Wayne and his troops. Mm. All like two thousand of them, or something. Like he, they surprise mm. two thousand yeah. people. They surprise okay. quite a, quite a lot of folks. Yeah. yeah, not a single person is on watch. Yeah. <laughs> so somehow we managed to sneak up on Lollapalooza. I'm not entirely sure how we managed to, but no one saw us the whole time. <laughs> and. So Gray, the other general, now he he ordered his regiments not to fire, which is why he was called No Flint. He didn't like them firing their guns, <laughs> <laughs> which is I don't doesn't seem like a very good strategy in war. But that was his whole thing. I mean, everyone's got um, a thing, but you 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 got to figure that one's a little better suited for back home. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> really forward theaters. But you know, yeah. Well, it worked out pretty well though. Mm. They so they use swords instead of guns, and they well they did use their guns. They use them as clubs. So they t- <laughs> they had swords that they ran through people, and they took their guns and beat the hell out of people with them, but is, did not shoot them. Is this guy actually like a Labrador or something? Like it's way too loud. <laughs> Don't shoot the guns, guys. They're really loud. Can can you go get my vest? I need my, I need my vest. Oh man. Um, so they do this and they just fucking housed Wayne and his army <laughs> just <laughs> destroyed them. They were so good at what they did. And so Wayne realizes like, okay, first he runs away and then he comes back with 1500 more troops mm-hmm. and then he just gets his ass beat by getting surprised by a general who doesn't even fire a weapon. Mm-hmm. And then just um, like beaten up in the street, not even shot at just like yeah. Sonny Corleone in the middle of this field. That's right. Okay. <laughs> and 158 <laughs> of his men die. Oh God. Okay. Um, so he feels bad about that and he, th- <laughs> he thinks, uh, this was, I, I didn't do a good thing. Mm-hmm. And so he goes and he requests his own court martial. He says, I should be court martial for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Washington was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> that, that's fair. You're more of a tanner now that I think of it. I'm not entirely yeah. sure why you want to be a skin puller right there. A hide yeah. puller. Mm-hmm. So, so, so now Anthony Wayne, so he goes up before all these military bigwigs and like, they just start like wetting themselves. They're so excited. They're like, oh, he did everything he could. Oh, what a gentleman. He offered up his own court martial. Oh, we love that. Oh my God. Well, he's so humble. What an honorable man. Cause this is the time when, you know, in the, in the name of honor, you would just take another man out to a field and shoot at each other when he was dead. So stupid, uh, and they're and, and they're so desperate for troops that I mean they're they're like fighting for their oh, lives. Yeah, this is like then, the beginning of the war. Yeah, this guy's like, you know what? <laughs> Not cut out for this. I'm gonna go. You guys have fun. <laughs> and they're like, oh, that is so noble. I wish I could do that, but you I know can't. What? you should be you should be you should be bigger general. Yeah. <laughs> so they acquitted him with the highest honor, and uh, said, "Get back into the field." <laughs> um. So they're. There's a whole lot more military stuff. We'll talk about some of it. There's just mm-hmm. like a ton. He did he he did a lot, and he earned the name Mad Anthony from just being like really insane when it comes to the way that he was fighting. And like he would just lead troops and do these like really terrible battles and escape like unscathed. Uh, you know, if you're into history, go find a podcast that talks about that. 
<laughs> we just um, talk about after he starts being spooky. So yeah, mostly that's our that's our bread and butter. But just so you know, he was a big shot. He he was friends with uh, Marquis de Lafayette. If you're uh, any Hamilton fans out there, oh mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. de Lafayette, all those people. Uh, at one point, Wayne went down to Georgia. He liked the devil. Went down to Georgia, and they, he drove out some British troops who were there. And the people of Georgia were so grateful that they just gave him an estate in Georgia. <laughs> then he just lived in Georgia for a while. Wow. Yeah. He's like 500 acres. Like what, <laughs> what, what about his men? Us. What were his men doing at this point? Uh, who cares? I don't like, know. Did they all get estates? Was it just like. They probably lived on his estate. So he yeah. got 500 acres and then mm-hmm. they had to have the back. They got the back five. Yeah. And then there's like some McMansions back behind. That's where all like your, your boys stay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Totally. Yeah. Um. Let's see. At one point, he actually was appointed commander-in-chief of the United States Army by George Washington himself, uh, which you would think it, we would have heard of this person. <laughs> I don't know. Um, um, he, he, sounds, he seems like he's kind of like a right place, right time kind of guy, as opposed to like a, I think so. You know? Yeah. Uh, as commander-in-chief, Washington told him that his job was to, quote, subdue the Indians in the Northwest Territory. So there's a big chunk of his time where he just went and he killed a bunch of indigenous people and got a lot of medals for it, um, got old and died. And that's a classic American hero story. <laughs> uh, tale as old as time. So wait, so they, this uh, like during the Revolutionary War, they told him. This is after. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, so they win the war in 17, whatever, I don't really yep, know. Yeah, as, yeah, something you, like as that. you know. And then. Yeah. They were like, well, we still have all of these guns and clubs, so you better go. <laughs> so, guess what? You're commander-in-chief now. Mm-hmm. So Washington must have done that while he was president. I can't, I don't know. That's Anyway, That's a, that's. we should listen to a history podcast sometime because <laughs> that would be really helpful. Okay, I, I saw the, the, the Hamilton stage play, and that is about as much American history I know from the last 20 years of my education. They didn't mention Wayne at all. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm trying to remember like when, when you're talking about like, you know, Washington promoting what I'm trying to think of, is it before or after the song where he sits down under the tree? I don't remember. Is it before? It's got to be before that, right? Yeah. <laughs> I would so, assume it's before. Yeah. yeah. Most of everything Washington did was going to be before that song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so he dies eventually. He gets sick and dies uh, mm-hmm. as a pretty old, he's 51, but the, you know, I mean, 51 <laughs> <laughs> that is so old. That's a, pretty, that's a pretty full life right there. Yeah. Yeah. He crammed it in. Uh, and he got sick and died on December 15th, 1796 in Erie, Pennsylvania. Hmm. So he died near home mm-hmm. uh, at Fort, I don't know, Fort Presque or Fort Presque. Hmm. Okay. Curious, I don't know. Fort Presque. Let's say Fort Presque Isle. And he was still on active duty. He was, uh, he was a wow. military man t- hmm. till death. So... Whether you know, he liked it him. or not. Yeah. That's right. Now, his last wishes, they were very simple. He wanted to be buried in a plain wooden coffin, and he wanted to be wear- he wanted to be wearing his uniform. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, which I think is pretty standard. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, Fort Prescott had a, uh, a blockhouse, which is uh, it's a one-story fort. I'll just show you a picture. This is not a disturbing picture. This is a... <laughs> You've said that before. You, and I've I have, that. but yeah. this one, this time it's true. You get... You get a, a you get a freebie. A, you get a freebie today. That's right. Okay. So this, this is a blockhouse. Block oh, you're not even doing this in the chat. You're doing. Oh, no. we're, we're sharing screens now. Oh, this is cool. yeah. This is it. 
a block so that's a block house. house what is this it's like a one-story fort it's like a really shitty guard tower that's what i'm it's seeing like right a, now it's like a playhouse yeah. for, for your guards. Yeah, it's like a practice guard tower. Like we're we're gonna we're gonna teach you how to how to be guards, but we're not gonna go up so high that you get scared. It's just, that's right. It, we're gonna go up four and a half feet. <laughs> you're gonna look out the window, and you're gonna yell yeah. at people. And that's if being you can a guard. do this yeah. for six months mm-hmm. uh, and be okay. Then you can then you can come to the real guard tower. Yeah. Then you go to the one that's eight feet tall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you can come to the one inside the walls. But for now. <laughs> Uh, so and then so this little post here um, used to be a flagpole. So that's where they would raise the flag every day. Okay. At this fort, and so Anthony wanted to be buried underneath the flagpole, which meant he wanted to be buried inside the blockhouse at the base of the flagpole. He he wants to be so inside the house. <laughs> any questions? Like in the like in the basement? Or you may th- have missed it, but um, I'll show you again. This is a drawing of people carrying his coffin into the what? house so they could then dig a hole and then bury it in the ground in, inside the, the blockhouse. What? what? I, I, I don't have any idea why this would be a wish of his. Like, I want to inconvenience everybody. Also, dig up all the stones this building is built on, mm-hmm. bury me, and then put the stones back on top again. Yes. This is such a fuck you way of dying. And so- <laughs> you know? <laughs> And so that's what they did. They put him in a wooden box, mm-hmm. and they, um, and they put him in his uniform. They put him in there, and they put on it on. The, they didn't have a gravestone because it's a house. Yeah, it's yeah. A, so the whole thing, I guess. Sure. So you can't be tripping over gravestone. Mm-hmm. So instead of that, they took some brass tacks mm-hmm. and they hammered him into the box itself. And with brass tacks, they put his initials, his age, and the year of his death. His initials. His initials. The- not a full name. Yeah. <laughs> not enough room. Nope. His age. Mm -hmm. So not like when he was born, but just his age. Yeah. And then not the date of his death, just Mm -hmm. the year of his death. (laughs) Like, do you know how expensive brass tacks are? Seriously, like they're (laughs) they're like 30 cents a piece. I am not spelling out this guy's whole name in epitaph. Not happening. It was like the the Undertaker's version of a telegram. Mm -hmm. You had to be really, really careful with your space. So, okay, so th- this is his last wish, was to make mm-hmm. everyone's life extremely inconvenient. Yeah. If you could have a last wish that would make oh, everyone's life extremely inconvenient, what would it be? I think, you because it had to be something that's inconvenient, but also not something they're going to say no to. So not like, <laughs> I want to be buried yeah. on Mars, and yeah. you have to take me there. Yeah. Um, so I think I would be cremated, but then have very specific directions about where my ashes had to be buried, in what amounts, in what multiple places. <laughs> I think that would be the best way to go. And maybe make it like a treasure hunt. Okay. <laughs> so, so okay. Like, That's you'll fair. know the place. You'll, you know, I would like, so part of me could be in like St. Louis, but it has to mm. be a very specific part. And like, mm. I'll give you clues and you find some, if you follow the clues, you'll find a little receptacle and you got to measure out the right, the right number of ashes. <laughs> And then that'll give you the next clue. And the next one will be like in, in California mm-hmm. and you'll find the receptacle there, mm-hmm. you know, and then it goes on for a while. Okay. That's, that's, that's like fun. Yeah. No, yeah. It's definitely, it's inconvenient, I mean, but it's fun. It sounds a little expensive, but yeah, no, it, it definitely yeah. sounds Oh, that, yes. It, yeah. it will be very expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you? Um, Probably, I'm liking this mad, this mad, mad Anthony guy. <laughs> I'm thinking 
to be buried underneath of a Denny's. I think that would be my, my wish. <laughs> Any Denny's, I don't care. It you know, doesn't matter. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to be that guy who's like, oh you sure, know, sure, sure, sure. You know, like the Denny's on Nifong. No, I know it's any Denny's is fine, um, okay. but it has to be an active Denny's, not not a closed one. That's that's cheating. It's not going to be active for very long. I well, think if they find out that there's a body in the they're going to need to close down for a few hours to do some of the work and whatnot. But no, like like open it up, dig down, put me in mm-hmm. there, seal her okay. back up. So that's okay. Right. I, I think somebody would do that for me. I think somebody would do that for me. Do you think I would do that for you? Because I, I have I news for you, would do to the contrary. I don't think I would do the thing that you asked me to do either. So Why not? Mine's a fun adventure. Yeah, yours again, yours is gonna take a lot of time. The Denny's thing is a weekend. And you know. Yeah, but you're you're not thinking about this right. Mine's gonna take a lot of time and you could you this is a solo trip. Oh, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah. 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 You get a new hotel every night, and guess what? No alarm clock. <laughs> no children waking you up at That's 4 a.m. That's true. Yeah, my wish. You're is, welcome. My wish is mostly just like you talking to Denny's corporate for like a month <laughs> while I'm look. rotting in a freezer somewhere. Like, okay, look. you know what? It's not a body. Okay, yeah. it's I, it was a joke. It's something else. It's yeah. a box. It's just a heavy box. <laughs> it's not even that heavy. <laughs> it's getting lighter by the day. In fact, okay. Yeah, I guess mine is really more of an inconvenience for Amy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So, so sorry, that, huh? So check it out. So check that Don't box. Work. I'll get back at him. You should you should hear what I got set up for him. <laughs> Where were we? I've been planting the seeds for our new corporate sponsor. That's what I've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> You've given up on Pringles and we've moved on to Denny's. Yeah, I mean they haven't called Pringles hasn't called me back since we started this thing. Well, they're playing hard to get. Mm-hmm. Very. <laughs> um Blockhouse. That's right. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> So that's what they do. So they bury him in the blockhouse, and that's where the body of Mad Anthony Wayne. Uh, that's where it lay for twelve just blissful, quiet years. Okay, but after a while, <laughs> some people were thinking, you know, this guy is a war hero. Mm. He was a commander in chief for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we should bury him in like a like a real place, like a <laughs> like like a good place. Yeah, not something that looks like. <laughs> Like 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 a like a twelve foot tall latrine, basically. Yeah. Okay. And probably was like, literally yeah. used as a twelve foot tall latrine. <laughs> and so they debated this for a while because everyone thought like it's weird. Mm-hmm. It's weird that he's here. This is not a good place to uh-huh. bury anyone, really, <laughs> much less a, a, a war hero with a cool nickname. But they they also want to respect his last wishes, mm-hmm. and so no one really knows what to do. So they debate this for a pretty long time, but finally in eighteen oh nine, so twelve years after he dies. His family's like, okay, we have a decision. We want him to be buried in a real cemetery. <laughs> and they're like, he's dead. He doesn't care. Yeah. Like, last wishes are important, mm-hmm. but this is for he, he, this is our this is for us now. Yeah. It's not for him anymore. Technically, we did what he asked us to do. Now we're just undoing it. That's right. <laughs> you know, now we're just we're now we're. Um, th- he didn't. Sp- he didn't say that was the end of the trip. Yeah. For he him. said he had to be buried there, which we did. Mm-hmm. No, we're he did not say yeah. he would never be dug up. Nope, nope. That's why you should have a lawyer read over these things every <laughs> single time. <laughs> he's going to want to know which Denny's, Patrick. Uh-huh. If you yeah. have a lawyer, he's going to want to know which Denny's. <laughs> Just so you're prepared. Uh, so, so this is what they did. So, <laughs> so Matt Anthony's son, whose name was Colonel Isaac Wayne, mm-hmm. he had the coffin dug up. So they dig up the they, <laughs> they go into the blockhouse. And they dig up the coffin, and they pull out the coffin, and then they open it up. 
Why? Wait, <laughs> why do you open it up? There's- God, I there is an answer for this, but I don't want to tell you yet. <laughs> so just put a pin in it for like two uh, minutes. Okay, okay, I'll trust you. Because I also <laughs> just okay. So they <laughs> they open the coffin <laughs> for a good reason. Well, for a reason. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so he opens the coffin, and he's stunned to see that his father's body is perfectly preserved. Okay. He looked great. He's been there for 12 years, mm-hmm. and he is not bones and yeah. ashes. And dust. He's, yeah. His body is is very well preserved. Mm. Um, now, they said the coffin was probably uh, lined with lead, and they think that had something to do with it. What? Wait, what? Why do? Why would you lie down a coffin with lead back then? I, boy... <laughs> I don't know. I do not know. Uh, especially, I, he, and he wanted a simple or, or, wooden box. Or, or, or this, yeah, or this one of like his other requests. Like, uh, first off, knows? I need the coffin to weigh 1,600 pounds. That's the first <laughs> thing that needs to happen here. Yeah, when they're pulling this thing up, they're yeah. like, Jesus Christ, it's so heavy. <laughs> uh, so, but whatever the reason was, maybe, I don't know. So, but the body was very well preserved. Mm-hmm. And um, now, so. <laughs> So it's the full it's the full body of Mad Anthony Wayne, and this is a real problem for Isaac because <laughs> because Isaac had come ill prepared. This is a quote: He had come ill prepared to move an entire body across the state. This is why he opened the coffin because he wasn't prepared to actually move the body in the coffin. His hmm. plan was he would open the coffin. And it would be bones, and he would take out the bones and put them in a Whole Foods bag or whatever. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and, <laughs> I'll put them in my backpack, and then and I'll then hop on the plane. Yeah. Take the bones mm-hmm. back to the cemetery, which is like 400 miles away or something. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, that, that that's, that's what I would be expecting. I mean, I'm not bringing like a like a dolly or Why? something with me, you know? No, you, but he, so, well, at first I was like, well, maybe just he doesn't have a wagon. Maybe he, and he can't find one somewhere yeah. for some for, but we'll find out later he does have a wagon and so in a wagon fits a coffin so he just but i so my what as far as i could tell it's that this was 1809 and the roads in pennsylvania were very bad and so like if you bring a coffin there's a chance like it falls off or it gets jostled and like mm-hmm. i i don't know i don't know he's not planning on bringing the coffin back he's just going to gather the bones this, you know, it, you know. This reminds me. Of, this reminds me of when you go to Best Buy. You have like a little. You have like a little Toyota Tercel, and you buy a TV that is too big for the car. And you're out there in the parking lot trying to unpack this TV. Like I think, I think if we just kind of tilt it sideways and throw away all the styrofoam, I think we can get it all the way home. If I, I really saw do. it here, yeah, I think that won't cut anything important. And then we can just tape it back <laughs> yeah. when we get to the apartment. Yeah. Uh, we'll take dad out of the box. We'll put him in my book bag. Mm-hmm. We will take the box. We will throw it in the trash. <laughs> we will take dad back home with us. Oh, boy. It is so much more bonkers than that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so Isaac doesn't know what to do. So he, he can't take this whole body mm-hmm. back to the cemetery. And so he starts picking the brains of the locals. Like, what would you guys do? Yeah. <laughs> He's crowdsourcing <laughs> ideas here. And no one really has any ideas for him other than like, hey, put him in the wag. I don't know. Take the whole body. Yeah. Um, but that's not acceptable to Isaac. Mm-hmm. So 
<laughs> he doesn't know what to do until he talks to a local physician whose name was Dr. James Wallace. Mm-hmm. And Dr. James Wallace has an idea. He says, oh, no. hey, I know. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just get a really big cauldron? Oh, <laughs> no. This was so much worse than I... I was thinking, like, best case scenario, <laughs> best case scenario, you just kind of cut them down into smaller pieces. I said, uh-huh. you know, just like make them more mobile, let's say. Make them uh, bundleable. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> um, this is worse. This sounds like this it's is... going to get a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> he says, go get a big cauldron and you throw the body in there with a, with a bunch of water and then you boil it. Who's giving him? You, who's giving him the cauldron? I'm, now I, this is a doctor, so a witch doctor. What, what kind of what kind of doctor? <laughs> the fucking if I'm sorry, I, if I walk into a doctor's office in 1500, 1700, 1800 yeah. today, and there's a goddamn cauldron in there, I'm going to say <laughs> nope. Sorry, I will just die of this carbuncle. It's not going to be not a big deal. <laughs> Don't need it that bad. You well, but you're not thinking of this right because this is 1809. So his people were three feet tall back then. So this <laughs> is a very small cauldron. This is a cooking pot. Well, okay. So there's the other problem. Who's loaning you the cooking pot to go well to, to go reduce a- to go reduce dad for a few days on, <laughs> on the bonfire? <laughs> that's a very good question, and uh, that that may have been lost to history. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> so go get a cauldron. Throw the body in there with some water. You're gonna boil it, and when you boil it. You're gonna you're gonna boil it until the flesh separates from the bone. Mm-hmm. Now, this is what a doctor tells a, a human person to do to his father's body, <laughs> and Isaac says, "That's a great idea." Well, I mean, really, most physicians they are there to solve problems. They are not That's there. True. They're not. Most physicians won't say, "Oh, we'll just go home. It's not a big deal. Sleep it off." They're gonna try and prescribe. Medicine, surgery. So if you uh-huh. did, if you didn't want a physician solution, you shouldn't have come to a physician. <laughs> so <laughs> that's true. So and and he liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is what they do: they get a cauldron and they boil his father until his flesh uh, just falls off his bones, real tender. Mm-hmm. Um, and it works. And <laughs> Isaac is like, "Good, let's bag these bones." <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. And so he puts the bones in a box or whatever, mm-hmm. and. Everyone is else who's there, who I assume is just horrified. Yeah. <laughs> this is still an active military base. Yeah. <laughs> why, why are you making stock out of the commander in chief? Well, winter's coming. We why do you keep for, adding for the, celery and onions? What are you doing over there? <laughs> Dad always said, "Waste not, want not." Oh. Um, so they're like, "What do we? What do you want to do with the rest of it?" <laughs> I mean, there's there's probably a lot. I mean, he's like a yeah. full-size dude. <laughs> and Isaac says, well, you can put that back. And so... In the house? In like the... <laughs> yes. In the- so they bury Matt Anthony's clothes in his flesh. They put it all back in another box, in the box, like, and they put it back under the blockhouse. Oh, um, my God. So his flesh and his clothes are under the blockhouse, and the bones go with Isaac, and... Um, <sighs> And it's a perfect solution. <laughs> yep. I see no faults in this logic. Yeah. Airtight. Um, and so he tosses. So he puts the bones in the wagon and he sets off. <laughs> Very pleased with himself. <laughs> and he's very. Thinking, this pl- is going great. <laughs> 
Not according to plan, but oh, I man. think everything is going to start going my way. <laughs> well, so, <laughs> so like I said, it's a really rough journey. There's like stones in the road. There's mm. it's you know ruts everywhere. There are like mm. tree stumps and stuff. It's it's not it's not an easy path, mm. and it's 400 miles through mm. Pennsylvania in 1809. Um, but he finally makes it. It's a hard journey. But he makes it back home, mm-hmm. and he goes straight to the gravesite. Mm-hmm. And he takes out the bones, and uh, he starts to reassemble the skeleton. Wait, because <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes, he he is <laughs> he is so respectful at the cemetery to rearrange his father's bones in some mm. sort of legible, you know, mm. recognizable way. Uh-huh. But. Not so respectful <laughs> to not turn his dad into a delicious low sodium stock. <laughs> he has been as disrespectful as he can bear to be, and so uh, yeah. he feels like he has to reassemble his dad. Yeah, so <laughs> so no, he starts reassembling the skeleton, and it's a good thing he does mm. because it that goes okay for a while. But eventually, he realizes, um, to his great horror, mm. that some of the bones have fallen out of the wagon. Oh no! <laughs> oh man and so he looks around mm-hmm. the near vicinity mm-hmm. and they're nowhere to be found so sure. there are just bones of his father just strewn across the state of pennsylvania mm, yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mean and there's like this is before air tags and stuff so you're not you're <laughs> not right. finding those i mean can you imagine the cost of air tagging every bone well, I, yeah i mean i mean it's worth it it's family sure but, of course yeah yeah um so and this is a quote from this article I read about it. Isaac was greatly distressed by this turn of events and regretted his decision to disinter his father for the rest of his life. <laughs> so this is the thing that makes yeah. him think I should not have done this. Yeah. <laughs> it's not boiling him <laughs> for in days a pot. on end. Jesus. Oh. So, <laughs> so for the rest of his life, he'll regret it. Um, so they do what they can do. They bury what's left of Matt Anthony, mm. <laughs> which is, uh, again, not flesh or mm. all of the bones. Mm. Uh, they bury it at the cemetery at St. David's Church in mm. Radnor, Pennsylvania. I was really, I'm really, really glad that this didn't lead to where I was thinking it was going, which was basically, so he rooted around in the other graves and found matching <laughs> bones. <laughs> that was really where I thought this was going. And he just wanted his dad to be whole. Yeah. Um. Uh-huh. No, so... So they bury his bones, but obviously it's only part of him. So part of him is buried there, mm-hmm. and part of him is buried at Fort Prescott, and part of him is just scattered to the fucking winds mm-hmm. of Pennsylvania. <laughs> and so here's poor Mad Anthony Wallet or poor Mad Anthony Wayne, mm-hmm. revolutionary war hero, former commander in chief of mm-hmm. the United States of America, mm-hmm. a man who died doing his favorite thing. He had he had no unfinished business, and was totally good for twelve years. Mm-hmm. Until his dipshit son comes along and digs him up and boils him apart and loses his bones. And now suddenly he's got this business to handle, which is, where the fuck are my bones? <laughs> I know where the stuff in the pot is. I know where the st- I know where most of the stuff in the cemetery is. Uh. So now his spirit is restless. And every January 1st, which is, as you'll recall, mm-hmm. his birthday, mm-hmm. uh, as a little treat for himself... <laughs> The ghost of, of General Matt Anthony Wayne rises up from his grave at St. David's, and uh, he rides a ghost horse back to Erie, searching for his missing bones. Hmm. Uh, his ghost has been seen all over Pennsylvania, so not just on that 
route, but mm. it's been seen by a lot of people along mm. that route between Erie and St. David's mm. uh, on New Year's morning. Many people have seen a man in colonial clothing riding a horse along that route New Year's. Mm. And you got by now, I mean, it's like, I, don't, I guess ghosts don't have a good sense of time because you those that, those bones They're are gone. They're gone, buddy. I mean, like, yeah. 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 I'm really, I'm very, very happy to hear that it's not the opposite trip. Of his like fleshy cauldron meat hopping on a horse oh, and flying, <laughs> so, like crawling along like a like a venom symbiote, just like pulling itself along a trail. God, gross. Oh. Um, but he's been seen all over Pennsylvania. Uh, he's been seen at Chad's Ford, which is where the Battle of Brandywine took place. One of the the one that he ran away from <laughs> and then got just butchered at. And his ghost has also been seen at Valley Forge, which he spent a lot of time at. There have also been sightings of Mad Anthony's ghost at some of his other battlefields, including some in New Jersey, New York, Virginia, and Canada. And this is why he is often cited as the second most frequently cited ghost on the East Coast. Wow. Second only to the ghost of our good friend. Any guesses? Mm, no. Abraham Lincoln. Oh. Uh, and, a, and I wanted to I want to put a button on it with this quote from a website called Uncharted Lancaster. He is also the only Pennsylvanian known to have two separate graves with body parts in both. Whoa. Which is a great honor. And uh, all, it's probably the best one all, of all the military honors that he's received. That that's got to be the one that he likes the most. <laughs> and that is a story of. General Mad Anthony Wayne, second most popular ghost on the East Coast. With the dipshittiest son ever made. That's amazing. <laughs> it's um what an amazing story. <laughs> what a stupid person. Oh. So can I boil your bones when you that would make them easier to stash underneath the Denny's. I don't care. It's not gonna it, it makes no difference to me. You're, right You're gonna be gone. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put anything in my last wishes to uh, to bar that, I'll put it okay. that way. So okay. whatever, whatever you need. Boy, to. if we're going by things that your last wishes <laughs> don't tell me I can't do, it's gonna get wild. <laughs> so technically, being disposed of in a Denny's counts as being buried in a Denny's. <laughs> so we're gonna boil Patrick down, and we're just gonna flush him there. <laughs> and he's the Sunday special. <laughs> You are going to have, when I'm done with your body, you are going to have so much unfinished business. <laughs> you are going to be quite a ghost, and I can't wait. Uh, boy, well, if that is a story that you enjoyed, friends, and you want to encourage this sort of nonsense, then you should go. Uh, obviously, you should subscribe because we do this every Wednesday. You get a new episode, and you can write and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. That would be a huge help. And uh, tell your friends. If your friends like listening to stories about about people who boil their fathers <laughs> while dead um this is the show for them for sure so let them know Any, anything else no i i'm very happy <laughs> with how this all turned out very very happy my my uh uh my progeny has a uh, uh very low bar to clear now so yeah, yeah. great mission accomplished mm-hmm.